I'm Virginia Allen. And I'm Mary Margaret Olihan. And this is the Daily Signal Top News for Thursday, July 20th. Here are today's headlines. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. says Democrats tried to censor him during a censorship hearing on Capitol Hill today. The House Judiciary Select Subcommittee on the Weaponization of the Federal Government invited Kennedy to testify before a hearing today investigating government censorship. Before the hearing began today, 102 Democrats signed a letter asking for Kennedy to be disinvited from testifying before Congress on censorship. Kennedy addressed the letter, as News Nation reports, holding up the piece of paper as he spoke to members of Congress. This is a letter that many of you signed, many of my fellow Democrats. I've spent my life in this party. I've devoted my life to the values of this party. There's 102 people signed this. This itself is evidence of the problem that this hearing was convened to address. This is an attempt to censor a censorship hearing. Republicans invited Kennedy to testify because Instagram suspended his account for posting what the platform claimed was vaccine misinformation. Kennedy's account was later reinstated when he launched his 2024 presidential campaign. After Kennedy gave his opening remarks at the hearing today, Florida Democrat Representative Debbie Wasserman Schultz made a motion to remove him from testifying further. The Democrat lawmaker said Kennedy has repeatedly made despicable anti-Semitic and anti-Asian comments as recently as last week. Wasserman Schultz was referring to comments Kennedy made last week in which he said that COVID-19 could have been a deliberate bioweapon from the Chinese and said COVID-19 is targeted to attack Caucasians and black people. The people who are most immune are Ashkenazi Jews and Chinese. According to Wasserman Schultz, comments like these ought to disqualify Kennedy from testifying before Congress. Kennedy defended himself, saying he has never uttered a phrase that was either racist or anti-Semitic. The motion to block Kennedy from giving further public testimony failed, and Kennedy was permitted to continue testifying before the committee. On Thursday, the Senate Judiciary Committee voted 11 to 10 to approve the Supreme Court Ethics, Recusal, and Transparency Act. Zero Republicans voted for the bill, while all Democrats voted for it. Democrats have framed the bill as an ethics bill that would reform the Supreme Court. But GOP lawmakers have denounced the legislation, authored by Democratic Senator Sheldon Whitehouse of Rhode Island, saying that Democrats will use it to destroy the independence of the Supreme Court. Whitehouse's bill would impose additional financial disclosure requirements on the court and allow individuals to file unlimited complaints against the justices seeking to disqualify justices from hearing cases. As Heritage Foundation legal expert Thomas Jipping told my colleague Jarrett Stepman, The bill provides no guidelines, definitions, or criteria for these complaints. They can be as simple or as detailed as the filers choose. But every single one of them must be referred to a judicial investigation panel, which shall be composed of a panel of five judges selected randomly from among the chief judges of each circuit of the United States. Republicans filed 61 amendments to the legislation as they sought to drag out the Judiciary Committee's markup, 
though the panel only ended up voting on less than a dozen of these amendments, according to The Hill. Republican South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham accused Democrats of seeking to destroy the court as a response to the court's high-profile rulings on affirmative action and on abortion. What you're trying to do is not improve the court. You're trying to destroy it as it exists, he said. We have new updates today in the investigation into the Biden family's business dealings with Ukrainian gas company Burisma Holdings. Today, Senator Chuck Grassley released an FBI form that includes an alleged $10 million bribery scheme involving both Hunter and Joe Biden. The official form is known as an FD-1023. The four-page document indicates that the owner of the Ukrainian company, Burisma Holdings, was coerced into paying Joe and Hunter Biden $5 million each. The form details a conversation between Mykola Zolchevsky, the head of Burisma, and an FBI informant in 2016. Hunter Biden was on the board of the company, and according to the FBI form, Zolchevsky made some comments that although Hunter Biden was stupid and his, meaning Zolchevsky's dog, was smarter, Zolchevsky needed to keep Hunter Biden on Burisma's board so everything will be okay. So what was Zolchevsky's issue that the Biden family was allegedly able to solve? Zolchevsky reportedly wanted someone fired. That someone was a Ukrainian prosecutor investigating his firm. Joe Biden was vice president at the time. According to Fox News, Biden has acknowledged that he pressured Ukraine to fire the prosecutor who was investigating Burisma. Those who defend Biden claim that the then vice president wanted the prosecutor fired because of concerns that he was easy on corruption. But that is not what the head of Burisma indicates. The company wanted the investigation into Burisma to stop. So the implication is that Hunter Biden used his dad to oust the prosecutor, and in exchange, the Biden family got $10 million. Grassley wrote on his Twitter with the release of the FBI form that now the American people can see for yourself what FBI tried to hide. And he asked the question, what did FBI do to investigate serious claims from FBI's own trusted source? 2024 presidential candidate Ron DeSantis is backing Republican Alabama Senator Tommy Tuberville in his thus far successful blockade of President Biden's 200-plus military nominations. Tuberville is refusing to cease his blockade until the Pentagon changes its policies that allow taxpayer funds to be used to help female service members and their dependents abort their unborn babies. Tuberville has held his ground since March 8th, as the Daily Signal's Rob Bluey reported, after Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin implemented the pro-abortion policies at the Defense Department in February. In an interview with radio host Hugh Hewitt, DeSantis said he does not think that Tuberville should relent. They're using taxpayer dollars, DeSantis said, according to Politico. They're funding abortion tourism, which is not an appropriate thing for the military to be doing. Day one as commander-in-chief, that policy will go out the window. Our group of Republicans in the Congress should just take a stand on this, he added. The DOD should stand down. We have all these other problems in our military. We need more ammunition. We need more recruiting. We need all these other things, and yet they're focusing on abortion tourism. 
And with that, that's going to do it for today's episode. Thanks so much for joining us here on the Daily Signal's Top News. If you haven't gotten a chance, be sure to check out our morning show right here in this podcast feed, where we interview lawmakers, experts, and leading conservative voices. Join us tomorrow morning for the Daily Signal interview edition. The Daily Signal's Tony Kinnett is going to be sitting down with town hall reporter Julio Rosas to discuss his extensive coverage of Antifa. Also, make sure you subscribe to The Daily Signal wherever you get your podcasts and help us reach more listeners by leaving a five-star rating and review. We read all of your feedback. Thanks again for joining us today. We hope you all have a great night. We'll see you right back here tomorrow morning. The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. Executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen and Samantha Asheris. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.